Cape Talk. The Book Review. I don't have a lot of time to get through three books. Uh, the thriller, I was alerted to the presence of Mick Heron in the thriller sphere a while ago by somebody who knows I like thrillers, and I, oh, I must look out for them. And then, coincidentally, um, the, the latest Mick Heron landed in my post box. It's called Spook Street, and it is the fourth in the Jackson Lamb series. So what I did was downloaded the first three, and I'm delighted to report that the three collectively cost me just under nine dollars via Amazon so it is an affordable thing to do and I prefer to start at the beginning I am into the third book at the moment and absolutely loving them so I haven't read the one which is in the bookshelves uh, the bookstores at the moment called Spook Street but I I have read um, Slow Horses and Dead Lions and I'm into Real Tigers and it's Le Carre with a modern sense of humour um, it, it takes place in Slough House, which is not in Slough, but it is where the discards from MI5, Regent Park, are sent when they've, when they've done something terrible, like leave state secrets in a CD on their tube seat and go home and have a blissful night and then wake up to find themselves talked about on the BBC the next morning. They're not fired because then you get involved with labour tribunals and the like, so they're sent to Slough House where they're given the most deadening tasks available in the hopes that they will retire and go and join a private security firm. So there's a really motley crew of characters presided over by Jackson Lamb, who's a legend from the past, and he absolutely loathes what has happened to Spook World, that the desk is now important and the field doesn't matter anymore, and he's very much a man from the field. He's utterly repulsive. He's rude. He's arrogant. He farts all the time. He smokes. He drinks. He doesn't have a nice word to say for anybody. He's constantly berating the poor jetsam and flotsam that land up at Slough House, and yet somehow... When it's necessary, he manages to weld them together into a functional team which does something which embarrasses Regent House, the official MI5. It's full of really dark, sarcastic humour, wonderful understanding of the world. Well, what do I know about the world of espionage? I'm not and never have been a spy. But, you know, it's, it's le carré for the 21st century. It's, it's got all that, all that texture and grit and understanding. And I just absolutely love them. The Jackson Lamb series by Mick Heron. Look out for them. Uh, I've read so quickly because I just didn't want to put it down. Ingrid Winterbach, marvellous South African novelist. Her latest, The Shallows. What an extraordinary cast of characters this has. They're two sort of, um, it's been translated from the Afrikaans. It was called, in the Afrikaans, it was called Flucklunt, I think. Um... Flakwater, it was called Flakwater in Afrikaans, and it's now been translated as The Shallows by Michiel Haynes. And, and there are two parallel stories happening. Obviously, they're going to come together at some point in, in, the, in the book. And um, Nick Stein is an artist um, who moves from Stellenbosch to the City Bowl in the Cape Town when his girlfriend in Stellenbosch leaves him, and he falls in with some odd characters in Stellenbosch. There's a bloke who lives up the hill from him who keeps pigs, and they seem to know the same people. One of the people they seem to know is a guy called Victor Skuman, who's in both their paths, who's a really weird kind of Marquis de Sade character who wrote a novel called The Shallows, which was banned and which is full of necrophilia and ugly stuff. 
and he's got a young artist staying with him, art student staying with him, and she goes missing, and then she comes back, and there's a mysterious person following her, and then he gets an offer from somebody called Books for Roof, who's another famous Stellenbosch artist, to buy his house, and then the young girl who's telling the other part of the story, she's trying to put together a monograph to about the famous Ulufir twins who are now internationally famous, but there's a sort of mysterious history involving the academic bar, and she is sitting in a Stel- in a cafe in Stellenbosch when Buxferhoof is shot dead in front of her. And and might it be Victor Skuman who's behind all of these strange things that are happening? Ah, the characters are so beautifully drawn. And even though in the beginning you kind of where, where's this going? Who's this person? What's what's this connection? The quality of the writing, the quality of the characterization, the the oddity but credibility of the world that Ingrid Winterbach creates in this book just turn the page turn the page turn the page turn the page and one has to give I think an enormous amount of credit to Michiel Haynes's translation because quite often a really good book in Swedish or in French or in Spanish becomes a clunky book because there's an unsympathetic translation and Michiel Haynes is if not the certainly one of the best translators from Afrikaans to English in South Africa and he's done a wonderful job with this hugely enjoyable local read Ingrid Winterbach's The Shallows and then my own liberator a memoir Dikhang Moseneke um, this has been around for a while I'm not quite sure why it took me so long to get to it but I did in the last week and I'm delighted that I I finally did what an extraordinary man what an extraordinary story and how with what humility and with what craft he tells it um, I first met him in the early 90s when he was with the PAC and I would go to PAC news conferences in downtown Johannesburg and often I'd be the only journalist there or I'd be one of three journalists because the ANC was getting all of the attention and I was struck then by the the, the gravitas and the dignity and the intelligence of this man and he went on to carve out for himself an extraordinary career as a jurist on the Constitutional Court mentioned earlier that he probably should have taken over instead of Mokhweng Mokhweng, even though we're very, very pleased with how Mokhweng Mokhweng has turned out, but he would have been as good a Chief Justice as he was a deputy and a judge before that. It's it's good reading. It's really positive, liberating reading. My Own Liberator, a memoir by Dikhang Moseneke.